Hello and welcome to another episode of A Brother's Creed Podcast, where we talk about motivation, experiences, and exploring what there is beyond the horizon. I'm Jared. I'm Ethan. And today we have a great episode uh, that you should listen to as we go into the new year. We're talking about wellness, overall wellness, spiritual, emotional, physical, mental. We talk about all these things, and at the end we have a special challenge. So uh, it's going to be a great episode. Thanks for joining us. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. You can't climb the ladder of success with your hands in the pocket. We will not go quietly into the night. They tell me you're a man with true grit. I am the one who knocks. Don't ever tell me what I can't do, ever! That's how winning is done. Okay, uh, thank you thank you for joining us today. We're going to have a great episode. We're talking about going into the new year. I always think about... Uh, you know, how I can do better uh, and what it is that, what facets of my life I need to uh, work on this year. And we kind of broke them up into four different categories, right? Yep. Four, four, four tenets, if you will. Four tenets of health. Obviously, obviously there's, there's a lot of different ones, but these are ones that we felt that were kind of important and that that we wanted to focus on. Um, Obviously, you know, there's more, but we're we're gonna start here. So, is uh, physical, emotional, uh, spiritual, and then mental. And mental. Yeah. If you can get those, if you can get a handle on those, you'll do pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you, you're on you're on the right path if you can get a hold of those things. Um. So, uh, first to start off, I want to start with physical, if that's okay with you. Yeah. Go ahead. So, um, you know, there's, uh, there, there's so much that goes into physical health. Um, now, uh, just to uh, take a step back is and say that uh, I'm not an expert. Um, I'm probably uh, a couple pounds overweight. And, uh, hey, 2020, 2020 has done that to a lot of us. <laughs> so even the experts out there are probably like, yeah, I'm a couple, you know, 1% body fat, percent body fat more. Yeah, I'm, I'm 5% body fat instead of my normal 4% body yeah. fat, yeah. Um, so, but, but these are just things that, um, that kind of it, me and doing my own research that I've found that, um, is, uh, something that, that I think will, will help me. And in turn, if it'll help you guys out there, then, then great, you know, let's do it. So first one it is, will, it will help you. So pay attention to what we're going to say, cause you need it. We all need this. Yeah. So, um, first is that is a physical activity. A physical activity can have an immediate and also long-term benefit. Uh, maybe some of the more immediate side is it, it, it can make you feel better. It can give you more energy. Um, it can put you in a better mood. Uh, it can give you uh, help you to feel more relaxed, to sleep better. I mean, those are all things that I have personally experienced from, from continuous uh, or maybe, let's say, regular physical activity. Now, I mean, it can be anything from like going on a walk every day to training for a marathon. Um, I mean, whatever your physical activity is, obviously there's certain recommendations out there that we should be um, doing. You don't want to just go on a walk every day. You want to have some sort of more strenuous activity. But um, some of the, the longer-term aspects of um, uh, health benefits of, of, of physical activity, regular physical activity, is it can reduce the risk of uh, heart attack, can help manage your weight, cholesterol, blood pressure, uh, other sicknesses and ailments that we might have. Um, it can strengthen 
um, your muscles and your bone densities over a lifetime. Um, so that, you know, whenever you get maybe older, another thing I saw, actually I saw this a couple times. It was really interesting. It said in older people, um, um, like elderly people that have a risk of falls, Mm -hmm. people that have had regular physical activity throughout their life are much less likely to fall, to have a fall in their, really, uh, yeah, in their, their older age. So I saw the cutest, like, it almost brought me to tears, uh, commercially the day. I don't know if you saw, but it, it was like this old guy and he was like, he goes into his garage. He's all old and he's hunched over like this. He goes to his garage and he has like a, like a, probably like a 50 pound, uh, one of those dumbbell. No, it's not a dumbbell. It's one kettlebell. Of those kettlebell. Yeah. And he's like dragging it out into his garage. And I, I watched it on silent cause, uh, I was on Instagram and, or it was on Facebook or something. I just watched it on silent, but he like drags down to the, out of the garage, out of the, out of the dust is it off, you know? And he's like, tries to lift it up and he's like, Ugh, and he barely lifts it up. And then like, he, he's like, it, it sounded like he was like making noise in his garage, like exercising. And cause the neighbors were all like, what's going on with this guy? You know? And he, what he would do is he would lift it up. Like he would hold it on the side like this and he would lift it up like this. And he would just practice that every day. And then you could see he was getting stronger. And then he would cr- like do a squat, grab it and then hold it up like this and then hold it above his head. And he was practicing and practicing and practicing. And then he like he, you could tell he was getting stronger. He didn't need he wasn't hunched over anymore. He looked more youthful. And then at the end of the video, like the little montage training montage, he goes to his granddaughter's house, and he pulls out a package for Christmas. And she opens it up, and it's the star. And he reaches down and he picks her up and he lifts her up just like he was lifting that kettlebell up. And so she can put the star on the tree. That's kind of cool. It's really cool. I, yeah. I, I was like. I was like, almost that almost brought a tear to my eye. I was like, that was really cool, huh? Yeah, I mean that 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 that's that's an awesome story. Kind of that that growth. Uh, I really like that. Um, so exercise and physical health can create also a healthier state of mind, just in general. Um, going back to that story, I mean, I'm sure for him to put forth that effort and now be able to lift up his granddaughter and put her, you know, hold her up so she can put the, the, the star on the tree. Imagine what kind of mental achievement that has for you and just a change of mindset of like, I can do this. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in someone who maybe is, is, is more feeble and elderly or someone who, um, you know, on just the, on the other end. That. Yeah. Just just, never done that before. Yeah, yeah. 100%. So, um, there was a study that actually there's 15 different studies that were done um, over at least five years and they they combined all of the the, the information from these studies it was almost 300,000 subjects uh, participated between the ages of 18 and 85 and this the study looked at a lot of different things and just to, to generalize it basically they were studying the effect of long-term physical activity. So these studies were at least five years. Some of them were up to 10 and 20 years. Um, So they wanted to study the relationship between physical activity and weight gain, obesity, heart disease, diabetes, Alzheimer's disease, and dementia. So, you know, there was a whole big paragraphs and paragraphs of of information, but basically the, the end result was the conclusion of the study was that uh, the results of the study were uh, were pretty straightforward and significant that physical activity appears to have a 
positive long-term influence on all selected diseases. And so uh, it didn't matter what, what it was, everything that they were looking at, um, you know, in this, this large population had a positive impact on, on maybe didn't, maybe didn't prevent it completely or whatever else it might be, but it definitely helped diminish the, um, symptoms or whatever, whatever they are. So I I thought that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, I feel like that's something that that probably everybody knows, you know, it's like, well, if you are healthy and you live a healthy lifestyle and you eat healthy, then you're going to live longer. You're going to have less issues, you know? Yeah. hundred percent. And that's one of the things of physical health that, that then we go into is, is the eating portion. But, um, so we can, so we kind of talked about why it's important, what it can do for us, but now what can we do? You know, what, what can I do on every, every, you know, day basis or, or however often I, I am able, uh, this really depends on what you want to accomplish. Sometimes people just want to lose weight. Maybe they have a little bit of weight to lose. Maybe they have a lot of weight to lose. Uh, it just kind of depends on everybody's, everybody's situation and every, what everybody wants to do. Some people just want to build muscle and get as big as you, as you can. Some people just want strength. They want functional strength. They want to be able to, um, you know, lift something heavy in their job or whatever else it might be. Uh, some people just want to feel better, feel healthier. Um, some people were trying to train for a specific event like a triathlon or a sport or a marathon or maybe a 5k. Um, so, uh, that's one aspect that, that I think is important. So for me personally, it was, um, start moving. Number one was just start moving. Just do something. If you can walk from here to the front door and that's all you can walk, then good. Do it twice a day. And then after that, then you, you know, walk from here to the front porch and then you walk from here halfway to the mailbox. And then you walk from there to the mailbox down the street. And then just, just, just start moving, do something. Um, also do research, get excited about what you want to do. If you want to if you want to put on 40 pounds of muscle or whatever you want to do, do research. Find people that have specifically done that or that are in the process of doing that and follow them if that's what path you want to do. Um, you know, find there's there's plenty of people out there that are 100% willing to sell you something or to even share their opinion on Just open up Instagram and then just go to the search page and then just flick your finger and then just close your eyes and then push down. And you'll probably hit someone who's into fitness. Yes. <laughs> um, so do your research. Get excited about what you're doing. Uh, you know, for for me, I I have the goal. Uh, I had the goal this year to do a triathlon. Um, with all the COVID stuff, a lot of them were canceled, and I'm just using that as an excuse. But I didn't get to do it before the end of the year. But I, it's it's still 100% on my plan to do it. Um, and I got so excited about it. I mean, I was watching tons of YouTube videos and doing research and I've got pages of, of stuff of, you know, strategies of getting better and training and everything else. Um, but more than that, you actually did start training for it. Yeah. I mean, that's the easy part. Yeah. The I hard did. part and is I, actually, started, I mean, you were running what, three yeah, miles I was, a day? Yeah. I was running, you know, kind of three miles. Well, I started slower, but I was running three miles a day for preparation. And then, uh, I got a, 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 a bike, a road bike, a triathlon bike with, um, um, kind of a, a an in-home docking station that I have in the garage and was was doing some some uh, bike rides and getting used to the whole system we I got a treadmill so I mean the ball has been rolling um but it's it's just slowed uh, yeah it's it's slowed a little bit um, but it, 
but I'm going to get there. Yeah. Um, so do your research. Uh, put a game plan together that kind of goes along with research. Find out what you want to do and how you're going to accomplish it. Um, this is a big one. Start slow um, if it's if it's been a while. So for an example, I went um, a really long period of time without really doing any physical activity, without running, without... Um, you know, lifting weights. It was just, my job was stationary and I was just lazy. Let's say that. So I just got this flood of, 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 of motivation. And I was like, I'm going to go run. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, lose this, this, this little bit of weight that I need to lose. And I'm going to be so fit and everything else. And so I went out and I ran like five miles and it was excruciating and actually, I got a um, uh, a little stress fracture in my foot, and it like freaking killed to walk because I just overdid it. Yeah. My body went from zero to hero in like two seconds, and it took me a lot longer than two seconds yeah, to run yeah. five miles, but I just way overdid it. And so um, just kind of it, it, ease into it, right? Maybe I should have done like a mile to kind of get, you know, work, you know, get the blood flowing, get the joints moving. And then the next day, if I wanted to do two miles or whatever, just, um, kind of work your way into it. There's, there, there's, uh, you know, all these different kinds of things they call like a, uh, couch to 10 K type situations where they have programs of this is what you need to do to build up to that, to avoid injuries or whatever it may be. So, um, some people are coming back from an injury. So kind of, you know, make sure that you're, you're physically fit to do that. Um, Next is uh, just a tip to get a potentially get a health tracker like a Fitbit or a Garmin or an Apple Watch or something like that. It it, it it's a it can be a catalyst to help you into your your fitness journey. You know, a catalyst is just like in chemistry. It, it basically yeah, like well, you'll go ahead. Yeah, I was just say a catalyst basically is something that you add to a chemical reaction to increase the rate of that reaction to make it happen faster. So yeah. you know something. Just like maybe a little bit of technology is going to help you say, okay, well, yeah, I ran this and that. And yeah, for me, it was uh, I, I bought one of those electronic scales that could also yeah. measure my body fat because uh, to me, it's more about body fat percentage than weight. Uh, just because I'm basically I'm more worried about muscle gain. Well, at this point, I need to lose some fat, but uh, I'm also concerned about muscle gain. So that having that uh, electronic scale that actually does. It gives you those percentages and stuff. It kind of sends a little electric charge to your body. You can't feel it though. Uh, so that's been really helpful to me and allowed me to kind of see uh, historically how I've done. And yeah, and it kind of motivates you too. Yeah, definitely. You know, it kind of helps you to see at least track. You know, when 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 uh, uh, what is the thing when when um, progress is measured, progress increases or something like that. Whatever, however the quote goes. Um, but after that, we get to eating better. Um, you know, this is just as important as actually getting out and moving. Um, just at a high level, cut out any excess sugar and snacking that you're doing. Um, eat well-balanced meals. Try to drink plenty of water. Um, watch your portion size when eat, when eating meals. That's it's, a big one. This is something that I suffer with a lot. You know, I'm just sitting there and we're having pasta and I'm just like, plate, plate, plate. I'm just like... I can just I'm I can still eat. Right? Am I eating because I'm bored? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I mean, sh- should I have another plate? Probably not. Can I? Yeah, for sure I could. So portion size is something that's that's huge. Um, and then you know, there's all the different kinds of diets that people do. There's 
you know, intermittent fasting, carb cycling, keto, et cetera, you know, Atkins diets or whatever you want to say. But yeah, but my biggest thing with dieting is, you know, maybe if you want to go on a diet to kind of kickstart your, your loss, your weight loss into the right direction, that's fine. But, um, do something that's something that's maintainable, something that you can sustain doing. Um, you know, if you go on some of these super fad diets, it's just impossible to, to, to it's it, it not even healthy to sustain that for a long period of time. Yeah, so totally. Well, like I, I have experience with that. I mean, with doing a diet, it was like two years ago, Shannon and I, my wife, we did a, uh, it was like counting macros basically. So you're counting mm-hmm. your fats, your proteins, uh, and your carbs to make sure that you get the right number. And it can seem like a lot, but like when you start tracking your food and your intake, if you do it, start doing it religiously, you'll be like, well, maybe I'm not just going to grab that cookie and eat that. Or maybe I won't just, you know, it's like they say, like, if you can't just eat one fig Newton, you have to eat like the whole sleeve, you know, (laughs) Oreos for me. Yeah. So it's like you start to be more cognizant of that. And you're like, okay, well, I'll have to track that. And then like you just when you have to track what you're doing, you're more aware of what you're doing. And so uh, we actually did really well. I lost a lot of weight. She lost a lot of weight. Uh, I've since put on all that weight. And now we're actually in January. We're starting it again. Actually, it's a program called Clean Simple Eats. And really what it is is it's tracking that macro. They make it really easy for you to be able to uh, count your macros and, and do the meals and whatever. And they give you snacks and all this kind of stuff. And it's like stuff you make on your own with really clean ingredients. And really, after a while of doing that, you start to in, start eating intuitively. You're like, okay, well, this is the portions as I normally eat. This is the type of ingredient I usually cook with. So that eventually you can just eat intuitively. You don't have to follow the recipes exactly and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think that's a huge portion. If you find something that works for you, then then great. You know, keep with it. So uh, obviously the physical aspect, I think, bleeds into any other aspect of, of, of health. Um, I think a lot of these things kind of need to be done in tandem. Um, totally. But one can affect the other. If you feel better physically, then you might feel better mentally or you might feel better, you know, in other aspects. So, Absolutely. Uh, the next one here that I would like to talk about is, is emotion, emotional health. Uh, so people, just like a definition of what that means, it says people who are emotionally healthy are in control of their thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. They're in control. They don't let their feelings, emotions, and behaviors rule them. Uh, they're able to cope with life's challenges. That doesn't mean that they're not, they don't ever get sad, but that means they can, they can understand their feelings. Uh, they keep their problems in perspective and bounce back from setbacks. They feel good about themselves and have good relationships. Uh, that is a little bit about emotional health. So just some facts here. Did you know that 3.56 times as many men as compared to women die from suicide in uh, the U.S. every year? That was as of 2018. Yeah. Probably way higher now in 2020. It, it actually, my wife and I were talking about this just the other day. We we actually looked it up and we saw these numbers of just the, the disproportion to... to suicide in, in the men to women and it's crazy white males according account for 69.67 percent of suicides and deaths in 20 of all suicide deaths in 2018 wow and it's it's, it's crazy uh you think about also the veterans the amount of suicide that we're having in the in the uh in the army and, and almost in some cases I, i've heard the figure and i didn't confirm this but like we've lost more more soldiers and like the recent war, well, I don't know which if that's Afghanistan or Iraq, 
we've lost more to suicide than we have from the enemy. Yeah, post post combat or you know people that are and suffering like, PTSD or it's just unbelievable. I mean, that is a real. It's crazy how this epidemic. I saw this figure today. Uh, I was just an Instagram post. So I don't know if it's totally true, but it said that in San Francisco, in the year twenty twenty, there's been one hundred seventy three COVID deaths, and there's been six hundred and some overdose deaths from drugs. Yeah, and it's just like we've shut everything down in the whole world because of COVID, but yet people are overdosing all the time, and it's because of these emotional issues, oftentimes these addictions that they're having, that is just just, just so destructive. Um, I have one over here that on average there are 132 suicides per day in the U.S., and I imagine that's gone up in 2020 because people are feeling so isolated, so alone. Uh, it's just terrible. So emotional. I think every single person in America cannot say that they have not been affected emotionally by by COVID. Everybody has in some way or another. And I think, you know, a lot of people, you may know someone who has died from COVID. You know, maybe probably maybe not someone in your own family, but you know someone of maybe a friend of a friend or a, fam- or a distant family member who has. Uh, and so that is that is stressful and just the, the nature of everything and everybody being so everybody being so uptight and having more masks and having to you know socially distance and not talk to anybody and you know you go to church and you're just like well you can't talk to anybody you have to leave and then you have to leave in order you can't get close to anybody just that's very stressful uh taking away the social aspect is so uh, so destructive i think and um that emotional well-being is suffering for all of us uh one of the things i saw that says that can Considering that one in five adults experience a mental health condition in any given year, it's crucial that these issues get normalized and we start uh, talking about them more. And that's exactly what Michael Phelps, you know Michael Phelps, the the best swimmer of all time, he was having issues uh, with his emotional well-being. I think at one time he would point he was suicidal. And he you know, started to talk about this. And he said, and this was a quote from him. He said, you know, for me, I basically carried uh, just about every negative emotion you can possibly carry along for 15 to 20 years. And I never talked about it. And I don't know why that one day I decided to just open up. But since that day, it's just been so much easier to live and so much easier to enjoy life. And it's something I'm very thankful for. I think a lot of times we'll carry this burden on our shoulders and and then we just don't let that anger or just that we just these emotions we can just let them compound inside of us and if we hold on to that anger just like a poison yeah it, it it's interesting you know we both have uh little little children you know under the age of seven and um it, it's interesting to see them and how they are learning to cope with their emotions um and it, it it's it's just interesting because you know my my sons will they will just in it at an instant just like cry about something that is has nothing to really there's no reason to cry about it um but it, they're just learning how to they're just figuring it all out um you know and i think most adults are probably were just trying to figure it out too you know my emotions are yeah. maybe not to cry about something but to maybe maybe i get angry at something that they do and or just eat six six extra portions at dinner yeah <laughs> for sure you know it's just like you know maybe my we're I'm still, we're all still trying to cope with our emotions um 
but uh, I, I like that, that kind of, especially the part that you said at the beginning, that it's just learning how to kind of master master your emotions and try to get the best use out of them. And how you respond to them. Yeah, how you respond that, to things. When people say like, oh, you made me feel like this, like, well, nobody can make you feel anything. You you choose how you're going to react and you choose how you're going to feel. And if you, and maybe if you're an emotionally intelligent person, like you should be able to do that. And that's what we all should strive for. Um, one one thing also is this: like I also read that one in five adult men uh, have issues with alcohol, run into addiction issues with alcohol in the U.S. Yeah, I um I watched this guy on YouTube. Um, his YouTube channel's Million Dollar Bogan, and he's a guy who does these. Um, it's a moto vlog, so he rides motorcycles around and he records, uh, but he goes on these like big trips and each trip kind of has like a theme that he does and he's, you know, driven, he's from Australia and drives all over um, on, on motorcycles and one of the things that he did is he went on this big trip um, and he was he was trying to um, raise money for a charity called Movember and basically it's a, it's a charity that focuses on men's mental health and all of the issues that... Um, that come with that and you know, the, the disproportionate um, suicide rates and his brother had actually, uh, I think overdosed. Um, and it just, I mean, they raised over $150,000, I think just for, you know, for, for this, this thing that he did. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's just, it, it kind of went into that too, is, is uh, alcoholism and drug overdose and, and things like that. Yeah. So, you know, that's pretty heavy. So we've talked about the why now. So let's talk about ways that we can improve it. So one, we talked about daily gratitude journal. We talked about that when we did our gratitude episode. Yep. Critically important. When we talked to Stan uh, Cherenkov, we talked about uh, the success journal. I like that. Writing, we talked about, he talked about writing down your successes uh, so that you can feel like you can see like, oh, I've accomplished things. And uh, that will, even if it's small successes, doing that, I feel like that's will help you emotionally as well. Uh, a couple of things here, being aware of your emotions and reactions. Noticing what sets you off or what your triggers are. Uh, and you can, Once you identify that, you can, you can work on changing those, the way you react. Expressing your feelings in appropriate ways. Uh, let people close to you know when something is bothering you. Keeping your feelings or sadness and anger inside adds stress to you. If you're just, like I said, holding on to anger is like poison. Uh, and think before you act. Give yourself some time to think uh, before you say or do something you regret. I think I read a quote once: "Is like when you're angry, don't say or do anything. <laughs> Basically, you just need to go take a break." And uh, a couple other ones here: managing your stress, learn to relax. We'll learn how to, once you identify the triggers, you need to learn how to cope with those triggers and change that to uh, positive things like. Instead of, oh, I had an awful day at the office and the kids are insane, I'm going to drink myself to a stupor this evening. Or I'm going to play video games until my brain is numb. Or I'm going to do who knows what. You know, there's lots of different ways people cope or eat so much at dinner. It's just like, I just, this is good food. And so I'm just going to eat unbelievably amount. So there's so many different ways that people cope with things. And if maybe trade that off with some exercise. Yeah. There's, we just have to direct that to a, a positive way to release that energy and that stress. Uh, that we have to strive for balance. Balance between work and play is important. All all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. I would tell that dad. I would tell dad a, that a lot when we were raking leaves on a Saturday, <laughs> you know, in the yard. Like all not all day because usually he would let us go in the evening. I was like, Dad, you know, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. 
I heard that he'd on probably he'd probably like I don't know. You know where I learned that? I learned that on uh, Windows Encarta Encyclopedia. Remember that? Windows ninety five. We had this in Windows nine Encarta Encyclopedia, and it was like this encyclopedia, and I just spent hours and hours on that thing. It was really cool. Anyway, uh, so a couple other ones are take care of your physical health. We talked about that. Um, I I really believe strongly that your physical health, your emotional health, can affect your physical health. One hundred percent. And like one of the most clear examples, I mean, that's been proven with science. You look at people with like blood pressure, people who have high stress, like that can affect all kinds. But really, uh, there's something that I've, a book that I've been reading, and it talks about a syndrome called TMS. And it really is about how some of your repressed emotions and some of the stress that you carry uh, is a cause for a lot of people's back pain uh, and, and, uh, and sciatica and lots of different pains and it's just their body showing up manifesting this pain and it's nothing structural it's just your emotions are manifesting as pain in your body uh, and uh, it's kind of interesting it's a unique uh, approach to healing back and I've had some lower back issues um, I, and I think that that might be the case because I don't feel like anything is physically wrong with me because it'll come and go but like those are that's kind of the symptoms of this TMS is just like depending on your emotional state or what things are like. So coping with those emotions um, is so important. And if someone says, "Well, your emotions can affect your physical state," it's like, okay, well, what happens when someone gets really embarrassed and they start blushing? That's a exact. That's an emotional res- physical response to an emotion. So last couple two last couple here are just connecting with others, finding purpose and meaning in what you're doing, volunteering, caring, giving, uh, and the last one is staying positive. Just um, you need to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for the failures, for the things we do. Making mistakes it happens. We just need, we need to forgive ourselves. We need to forgive others. And if we just chill a little bit uh, about you know and are a little bit easier on ourselves and a little bit easier with other people, uh, then we'll, our emotional health will be a little bit better. Yeah, that that really plays into um, kind of what, what the next one was is is mental health. Um, I mean, emotional health, mental health really similar um uh mental health can affect how we think and how we act uh it helps us to determine how we handle stress relate to others and even make healthy choices um so just uh in this day and age it's kind of interesting because i think mental health in history has kind of been a taboo thing to talk about um, and I think sometimes too, it can be, um, slightly taboo when men talk about mental health, um, like and de- being depressed or yeah, something. Like, yeah. Like, uh, I'm feeling depressed or this or that. And, um, maybe not taboo to, to other people, but men, maybe it's just kind of an ego or, or, or a strong man alpha complex. That I we think say, it oh, can what? be perceived as a weakness to say like, you know, yeah. you're weak, you're suck it up. And, but I think that that can be more destructive to have that. Not to say that like man, our guys aren't tough, but I think that sometimes guys try to put on this tough. But it's like I'm really hurting inside, and by not telling anybody that, their their toughness isn't doing any good. Yeah. So you know, ever increasing you know, depression, anxiety, and stress, it is so important to take care of our mental health. Um, and there is there's nothing new, um, but it is something important. You know, there, there's always been health issues in men and women and children and anything else. I just thought they've always been there. But I think um, maybe uh, in today's day and age, it's it's something that, that is more acceptable to talk about. 
and and I think it's I think it should be talked about. Um, our mental state has a potential of affecting not only our own lives but the lives of those around us, our wives, our, our spouses, our families, our kids, um, you know, our relationships at work, and and I think um, people want to be around people that are positive. Um, you know, there's that that negative Nancy or or you know whatever you want to say name of a specific person that that is just negative all the time. Misery loves company, and and you don't want to be in that company because then you just you lose perspective. Um, so uh, what are you know? And I had I had found facts too that um, about twenty twenty percent of all adults in the United States are suffering from mental illness. Um, so it just goes right along with yeah, you. Yeah. So you said you know one one in five adults. It's about that same thing. Um, so what are some ways that we can improve and kind of grow through mental mental illnesses or mental challenges? You know, s- some things are chemical and they need to be examined by, uh, you know, a medical professional. And, it, you know, if, if, if you have a chemical imbalance that something is, is literally wrong, then, you know, there's no shame in, in, in figuring that out and working through it with someone who, is, who uh, knows what they're doing. Um, but a couple things that I find that help me when I'm stressed out or whatever else, take, take time. Um, whether that's time off of work, maybe it's, maybe go see a movie by yourself or if it's time away from the kids or time away from just the family in general. I mean, don't, don't like leave for months at a time, but you know, sometimes just an hour here, an hour there is, it kind of is all just of being in solitude just kind of helps you to, to kind of reason, or at least it helps me to, to kind of come to get, come gather yeah. my thoughts. And you're not talking about just spending an hour on your phone. <laughs> That's not, no, 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 no. It's kind of what Stan said about having transition times. Yeah. Between work and when you go to work and when you come back to work, those transition times to cool down, calm down from the day. That's important. Yeah. And one of the things that I said is find a hobby, um, find something that you like to do. Um, you know, for me, I like to, uh, you know, grind on, grind on, uh, metals and, and, and make rings and knives and things like that. And, and, you know, in, out in the workshop, my workbench and, and really get into it. That's something that I loved, <laughs> I love doing. <laughs> and, um, it's, it's, it's just important to find something you like doing and do it, you know, spend as much time as you can doing it. And if you can find something you like doing with your spouse too, then do that. Just make it a healthy habit. Yeah. Um, next one is talk with someone, uh, talking about things is important. If, if, if you would like to, or you need to go talk with a counselor, um, or talk with a parent or a friend or your pastor or whoever it may be that is, that is able to be there and can listen and can offer, you know, advice, or maybe you even just be a listening ear. I think talking through things is, is beneficial sometimes too. So, uh, lastly, I had on the list as far as mental health goes is exercise. That was one of yours too. Is just um, you know the the they 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 play uh, just kind of one and one into each other. Absolutely, uh, totally. So important that there's a lot of overlap there. There's overlap between all of these. Yeah. Well, last one here I wanted to discuss is uh, spiritual health, and I feel like this is something that uh, may be lacking. I think it is lacking uh, in today's world, especially because a lot of folks are not able to go to church. Uh, they're only able to worship at home. That community of a church uh, and their fellow worshipers is maybe not present right now. So this is very important. Uh, when Christ was on the earth, he was, had fasted, and uh, the devil came up to him and said, hey, why don't you turn those rocks into bread? 
What'd he say? Um, he said, he said, don't tempt me. Well, yeah, he said, yeah, he said that. He said, man shall not live on bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And I think that's so cool. Is just like, to me, what that means is like, it's not just about my physical. What about my spiritual? Like, what about my spiritual self? And, you know, I I believe that your spirit and your body uh, together make your soul. And so your spirit and your body are inseparably, they're connected. uh, Well, they separate when you die. uh, But they're connected in a way that your body's affect, the way that you are, your body is, is affected by your spirit uh, and vice versa. There's some, uh, there's a great, uh, there was a time when when Christ was talking uh, to uh, the apostles about uh, going out and preaching the word to the world, and one of the quotes that he said that I really have always liked, he says, "This is in Matthew six thirty three. He says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all of these things shall be added unto you.' And all these things he was talking about, like food uh, and clothes and and all these things. And so, if we seek first the kingdom of God, all the things that we need will be added unto us. Whether that's you know, work or, 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 um, you know, being able to pay for that bill or being able to be happy. I mean, it, the things that we need, the Lord will provide. We just have to have that faith. And I think that that's so important, um, to, uh, to lean on the Lord and, and trust in him, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Exactly. It's so important. Uh, the next one, one of the, the wise here. What is this? What is it? What is spiritual wellness going to do? Uh, in Galatians five twenty two, we know that the fruits of the spirit are love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith. I think that we could all use a lot more joy and peace in our lives. And how are we going to get that? We're going to get that from the Holy Spirit coming into our lives, and we're going to get that to come into our lives by praying, by studying the scriptures, by being kind, by serving. Uh, by seeking after the Lord diligently in all the things that we do, and seek ye first the kingdom of God. I like the way he says first, because I think that sometimes that I feel like that's the first thing in the morning that we should do, is we should seek him. Uh, whether that's a prayer in the morning or some scripture study in the morning, I think that's incredibly important. And one of the things I like that Dave Ramsey says, he says, remember there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. I always love that he says that because I think it's at the end of every episode or every radio show, he's like, all this is good and all this about, but really if you want to have be a peaceful life, you need to follow Christ Jesus because he's the prince of peace. And it, we cannot talk about health and wellness if we leave out the peace that comes from living a gospel-centered life, living, uh, the, living by the teachings of Jesus Christ. And I truly believe that, and I think that uh, anybody who who does uh, strive to be a better person and strive to live by these tenets uh, will feel that spiritual uh, well begin to fill in them, and they will feel that seed of faith grow within them, and that will fill their their whole body with joy. And I, I I truly believe that. I think that's great. I think that is so necessary to all around uh, wellness and health. Um, just, just spirit, mind, emotions, and body. One, one last scripture I've always, I've always liked, and I shared with lots of folks when I was in Mexico. 
Matthew eleven twenty nine, Christ says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. So Christ asks us to take upon his yoke, and then he will make our burdens light. And um, he will, we will find rest for our souls. And I think that we all need a lot of rest for our souls after 2020 uh, and all, all that's gone on. And uh, it's important to just reconnect. Yeah. Yeah. With like all those different things that we said, you know, stress, anxiety, depression, um, abuse or whatever it might be. Rest sounds pretty great. <laughs> um you know, and, and that's 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 what it is. You know, that positivity in life is there's so, you know, I think people in general, sometimes we can be uh, lazy. Sometimes people can be mean, but I think people in general are good and they want to uh, see other people be happy as well. Um, so what's our uh, what's our plan? So how we, how are we going to move forward in 2021 and change our lives and become better and make the world a better place. Yeah, so this is where our 2021 challenge comes into effect. For all of our listeners and everybody else, for us specifically. Us specifically, we're going to be doing this. Which are we're two of our listeners. Yeah, so. <laughs> with the speakers and the listeners. Yeah, so uh, our challenge is called, what's it? Yeah, so we're going to do 2020, 2021 wellness reset that's the name of it and uh, what we're going to do is e- we're going to talk about in this this reset this 2021, 2021 wellness reset has uh four tenants physical it, the challenge there is to do at least 30 minutes of hard workout uh a day for five days a week yeah so that could be uh you know and start wherever you're able so that could be anything you know if if if, if hard workout for you is going out and walking for 30 minutes, then do it. If hard workout for you is getting into the gym and lifting weights for 30 minutes or more, then do it. Or going on a run for 30 minutes, do it. Whatever it is, 30 minutes of um, hard workout, strenuous workout, five days a week. Yep. Um, so whatever you want those days to be, Monday to Friday, or uh, you know, take a, take a day in between, whatever it is. Second is, emo- so that was physical. Second is emotional. Um for emotional, we w- we are going to create a, um, a daily gratitude and goals journal. So we are going to write daily in a journal uh, five things. There are however many things that we're grateful for. Yeah, however many things we're grateful for. We talk about we talk about gratitude mm-hmm. and, and how important that is. Write down what you're grateful for, and then the goal journal. That was something that Stan mentioned that I thought was an excellent idea. Write down those three to five main goals that you have, those long-term goals every day so that you can keep centered in on what's important yep. to you. And the same goals every single day. Yep. You know, if you have those same five goals you want to accomplish in the next, let's say, 10 years or whatever it may be. Or short, or, yeah. or short, short-term, long-term, whatever it may be. Five, write those same five goals down every single day yep. so that they're at the top of your mind. So emotional is do a daily gratitude journal and uh, a daily goals, goals journal. Yep. The next one here is mental. Uh, so here we want you to read or listen to something inspiring or inspirational every day. So whether that's reading a book uh, that would inspire you to be a better business person or make you think a different way or listen to a podcast. like A Brothers Creed podcast. Brothers Creed that podcast is. that will inspire you to be more grateful and all these things, listen to interesting people and hilarious uh, jokes. Uh, well, 
kind of sometimes we, we tell jokes sometimes but uh yeah so that's the mental is to read or listen to something inspirational there's no time limit on that we want to leave it a little bit flexible but just do something every day that's going to challenge your mind yeah last one is spiritual read or listen to something every day that is spiritual whether that's uh, reading reading a scripture, lis- listening to some sort of re- religious discourse, or whatever it may be, um, do something spiritual every day. Um, you know, if, if if you want to consider that specifically, you know, meditation or whatever it may be, do something for your spirit every single day. Yep, so that's the challenge. And what we're going to do is I'm going to create a... You should follow us on Instagram, by the way, at a.creed on Instagram. And what I'm going to do is create an Instagram post with a kind of a, a uh, it'll be a screen that it says, you know, the 2021 wellness reset, and it'll have these tenants on there. And what, what, what I'm going to do personally is I'm going to take that screenshot, and I'm going to make that my wallpaper background for my phone so that every day I can wake up and I can see the challenge. You have a checklist. And checklist of things that I need to do that day. And I encourage you guys to do the same thing, is to say, okay, I'm going to make this background, uh, you know, my wallpaper, and I'm going to try to check these things off the list every day uh, because these are the things that are important. And, you know, I think that uh, yeah. if we all do that, uh, we will, coming out of 2021, or 20, at the end of 2021, we will all be much healthier and much more uh, well, because there's a wellness reset, than we are uh, right now. Yeah, even, so if you, if you, even if you're doing good right now, if you, do, if you continue to do these things, you will be better. It will only make you better. Yes. Um, so we're going to... Um, uh, start this on January, and we will give you some updates as we go through. We'd love to hear about your journey through this. Where are you starting? How, you know, what, what, what's what's your motivation? Uh, you know, what are you, what are you trying to accomplish with this? Um, so, just to reiterate, so physical, do thirty minutes of hard workout a day for five days a week. Emotional is a daily gratitude and goals journal. Mental is read or listen to something inspirational, and spiritual is read or s- listen to something spiritual. Do these four things every day. You know, it could take, you know, less than an hour to do. 35 minutes if, if, if you get to that point. Well, the physical is at least just five days a week. Yeah. Because yeah. sometimes you need rest days, but everything else is every day. Yeah. Um, so like Jared said, you can follow us on Instagram. We're going to have more uh, more information there, kind of that checklist. That's, that'll also get pushed to our Facebook page, yep. also our Brothers Creed uh, Facebook page. So I think this has been great. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to reset myself in Indeed. 2021. Yes. I think this has been a great episode. Uh, we'd love to hear back from you guys, uh, your thoughts, comments. Uh, please like and uh, subscribe to the uh, podcast. Leave some reviews if you can. Uh, we'd love to hear that feedback. And uh, also, if you are uh, uh, if you have any unique experiences with uh, you know overcoming challenges or anything like that, please reach out to us. We'd love to maybe... Uh, talk about that and 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 cover that in maybe a future episode or something like that. All right, sounds good. Let's build that creed together. Let's do it. <laughs>